0: I'm Nathan Oren, and this is Journal Talk, the Q&A session where we answer your questions about journal writing. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Journal Talk Q&A, where we answer your questions about journal writing. I think I'm repeating the same intro that I've already given, so like like people are hearing that twice. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that part's already recorded, Nathan. Just jump into the episode, okay? Like get on <laughs> with it already. And with me is Jade Gilmore. Welcome back, Jade.
1: Hi. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. Thank you for being here. Speaking of jumping right into things, I have a question for you. You're a project manager person. Yep, and I say that because you have achieved, you you have a certification from the Project Management Institute. I, I yes. think that's what it's called.
1: Yes, PMI, the Project PMI. Management Institution. Yes, and I have what's called a PMP, which is Project Management Professional.
0: And, and let me no tell small you, thing that's no small. Oh, thing. Oh, it's tough. I've met people going through that process. They're at the end of their certification and they have to create, manage and implement like a Mm. a pretty large scale project. And and it's purposely bigger than what they can handle because the whole thing about managing a project is what do you do when things slip, like when people Mm -hmm. disappear who are key people to getting the project finished? And what do you do when it goes over budget? Or what do you do when it, you know, when the client, whoever is the stakeholder in having the project finished, you know, isn't providing feedback or whatever, like hundreds of things can go wrong in a project. And so congratulations for that. Well, thank you. So my question for you before we get into our real purpose for being here. I'm the project manager of a new project at my job. And it's one of those I can feel already is gonna be pretty tangly. Uh-huh. And I don't know how many details to give away over the over the air here, but it is really tangly. And I could tell and the owner of the company's son is the main person in charge of the success of the project and is also a key resource in getting a lot of the pieces of the project finished so i really want to do well and make a good impression and all that normal those normal feelings but there's a lot of other things going on like there's a lot of other people in different areas of the company who have different expectations about how this project is going to like come out uh-huh and i'm really trying i'm struggling with like what what are the deliverables in phase 1 what do i say is my, what do I champion as the, you know, initial, you know, delivery? And then what do I say, you know, those things can wait till later. And it's,
1: (sighs) oh, yeah, you know, what, what I would do in that situation, and and really what I have done, because I've had some, let's just say, interesting projects. You know, the, I think the most important thing you can do is sit down with all of your stakeholders, everybody who's who's involved in this
0: mm-hmm. Well, it would um, be the whole company. I don't know if I could do that.
1: Well, maybe then you just need to sit down with the managers who are giving you direction and the people who are going to review the um, the deliverables when they're done mm-hmm. and make sure that everybody understands that, you know, if you're going to put together a project to teach everybody how to journal, the first thing you got to do is get everybody notebooks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and there's no point in coming up with, you know, 85 prompts if people don't have notebooks and pens yet. Mm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So
1: so just sit down and make sure that, you know, yeah, you, Mr. Creative Guy, I know you're really raring to go on writing up all of these prompts and you've got some fantastic ideas.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: We can't do that yet. We, we've got to first focus on, you know. Infrastructure,
0: infrastructure. Yeah. Okay. That helps me. That does. It's not it's not, it has nothing to do with writing or journal writing. It's my it's my oh, I, day job. But but I <laughs> but I've taken that analogy. I see perfectly what you're saying. So get the infrastructure down and nobody I think everybody will understand that if the infrastructure is not there like what what are the core muscles and bones of this? I see. Exactly. I will do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And 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 you got to make sure that all of your everybody who's going to sign off on it, make sure that they all understand what you're going to do first and why you're going to do it first. Yeah,
0: I'm going to use the muscles and bones like we've got to have that core there before we mm-hmm. get all these whistles and bells and, you know, skin tissue and makeup. Yeah. <laughs> OK, very good. That was a little therapy session. That's a, <laughs> that was a little coaching, coaching wings, life coaching everybody. Yeah. Wings Life Coaching at work right now. Uh, <laughs> I'll
1: send you a bill later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have a great question. There's a there's a person on Facebook that runs a site called Journaling Journeys. And she's great. She puts up a prompt every day, gets people going. Um, and uh, in that group, there's several people who keep, like an ongoing interaction that happens and it's fun they don't focus too much on the grit or the you know I would call it like the the down and dirty the get to know yourself part of journal writing they focus more like on the on the structure of it so like they put out prompts and they'll offer up a notebook what kind of pen do you use and you know all the all the stuff it's very important for people who journal write you know like you know we all have an opinion on what type of pen we use and what Mm -hmm. type of lined paper or unlined paper or, you know, choices, choices, choices. But those aren't the things that I consider the most important things about journal writing, but they are important if you're doing them, uh, Mm -hmm. if if you're doing any journal writing. But anyway, uh, one of the people in the group is Mary Adkins. And she asked, and thank you, Mary, for this question. And I will send you a a warm thank you gift uh, for letting us use your question on the air here. She asked a good one. And let's see if you can relate to this, Jade. What do you do when you find yourself stuck or burnt out from journal writing? And how do you get going again?
1: Oh, so that was last Thursday for me.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh,
1: I I sat down and stared at that empty page for way too long. And I think I finally wrote like a paragraph and, and called it good. <laughs>
0: Wow. So it's a recent example for you, but you still wrote, you still wrote. So I want to talk about that in a minute. Like what got you to move the pen around? Because when I'm stuck, I'm a little bit in denial. Like I'm not really thinking about my journal or if I think about it, I'll say to myself, yeah, 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 I'll do that later. You know, like I'm like, I don't even get myself to the journal whenever I'm stuck or burnt out from it, especially if I just wrote A bunch of stuff and I'm either unhappy with it or, I mean, I, there's, there's been lots of times when I've, when this has happened, but usually getting myself to the page is like not even going (laughs) to (laughs) happen.
1: Yeah. I I think the main reason I was at the page is the looking back, looking forward journal
0: um, Ah, uh series where
1: I was, where I was, you know, thinking about writing and everybody's talking about how much fun they're having with the prompts and how wonderful it is. And You know, I don't think it was even that that day the prompt didn't talk to me. It was just that that day I looked at my pen and went, really, you are so heavy and I don't want to pick you up. And but this thing is ticking (laughs) through my head. And yeah, it just, you know, and I'd written a lot that day for business stuff. And and it's so it's just, you know, exhausting to Mm -hmm. create
0: more words. Mm -hmm. Exhausting. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good word for it. Like sometimes I'm just burnout, like exhausted I don't feel like writing anymore. And I'm and don't make me do it. <laughs> not, yeah. I'm not going to do it. Or like, I'm ready to take a vacation. So yes, Mary, thank you for that question. Definitely have been there. Um, yes. And what what is it that has you come back? What is it that has you pull that pen, no matter how heavy it is and get going? Again, not that you should. And I don't want to create this expectation like, OK, well, if you're a burnout and you don't want to do it anymore, then here's some tools to force yourself back to, you know, like you have to do ah, it. No. Um, if you need a break, you know, take a break.
1: Yes, take a break and don't feel guilty about it. You know, the biggest thing that gets me going in, in the long run is, you know, I'm so familiar with the work of Kay Adams and James Pennebaker mm-hmm. and. All the other just, you know, Christina Baldwin, just these amazing pioneers in the field. Mm -hmm. And I know that in the long run, journaling is a good thing for me. So, you know, at the bare, at the very root of it, why do I come back to journaling? Because I know in the long run, it's going to be good for me. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. how do I sit down and write that journal tonight when I haven't written in a week? prompts 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 -hmm. oh they're so wonderful when i'm stuck just two seconds in google and i have something interesting to write about
0: Mm -hmm. how about you very good yeah prompts are good another one for me is i know when i've been away from it a while and i'm not and i don't feel that inclination to like get back into it i first noticed that like i just just getting like gee, I'm not going back. I haven't written, like you said, it's been two or three days a week, whatever. I haven't written anything. What's going on? Like, I just want to ask myself, what what's happening? And the first question I try to get to is, am I avoiding something? usually if I go two or three days not writing in my journal, there's something up that I don't want to talk about or I don't want to face. <laughs> I've had this happen yeah. where like, like, you know, I know I need to sit down and there's some, you know, like there's some ego defense mechanism going on. And who am I writing to? I'm only writing to me, myself. But I say, gee, I haven't been writing for a while. I wonder what's going on that I'm not wanting to face. And sometimes I even make myself a deal. And I'll say, I don't have to write about it today, but I'd like to know what it is. You know, like I make this deal, like I don't have to go write about it. So you're off the hook, Nathan. Don't feel like you got to go write this down and confront it and, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) face your fears. I don't have to do that today, but I would like to know, is there something that I'm avoiding? Is there something that I'm afraid to talk about? Is there something I'm afraid to acknowledge, you know, and sometimes, you know, I'll, almost immediately. Yeah, I I did something I'm ashamed of or I did something that I'm trying to undo, you know, or I've made a decision I'm not proud of. And going to the journal is going to force me to open that up and 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 look at it a little deeper and I'm just preparing myself for that sort of like Ugh, did I do that? Ugh, no. and, and so I just try to look, you know, if I can identify what it is and I know what it is and I make my deal, I'm not going to have to write about it today. I just like to know, just acknowledge for myself what it is. Then, you know, I can come back to it gently, you know, and I can, I I don't have to change it. I'm not trying to be, you know, this superhero that's going to change and become a perfect person, but just gently notice what it is so that at least I'm sitting in a place of reality, like I'm being real with myself.
1: I love that. I think that's a great thing to incorporate into you know, your journal Getting Unstuck Toolbox.
0: Mm, Thank you. Yeah. And it's it's not always the case that, you know, there's something lurking behind the, you know, the shadows. Sometimes it's just time for me to change it up. You know, like sometimes I just need to, I'm bored of it, or I feel stuck because it's tedious and it's time to change it up. And I look and am I avoiding anything? Is there anything here I don't want to talk about? And I take that moment of reflection, no, nothing's really coming up for me. Maybe I just need to switch it up. And, you know, I'll start, like you mentioned, I'll do a five-minute sprint or I'll do, you know, I'll start some kind of new series going on. Like I have one of these calendars on my desk that has like the quote of the day. Yeah. And I just make a promise, you know what, for the next few days, I'm just going to take whatever quote, and this is what you said about prompts, I'm just going to take whatever quote is there. I'm going to copy it down in my journal and I'm going to respond to it. Like, do I agree? Do I disagree? Is this a stupid quote? Is this a wise quote? When have I used, like just something. And even if you just write for a couple of minutes and if you don't have a quote journal, then use the, you know, use the New York Times headlines or come up with something like, you know, for the next few days, I'm just going to name a movie I liked and make it a movie journal for (laughs) for a couple of days or a week i went I went for a whole year doing a movie journal, oh neat, yeah, and it was apart from my- regular journal, But when I wasn't doing my regular journal, I made the most progress in my movie journal, and I just picked a movie that I had seen every day. I had some different movie, and if i got if I ran out of movie titles, of course, I would just hop onto Netflix and pick one randomly and talk about it, what I liked about it or didn't like about it, because we can all relate to that stuff. You know, it's just it's stuff that we take for granted. It's those, those are stories that we can relate to. It's a great way to just sort of like get back in. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are my suggestions.
1: I love the quote one. I think I told you I actually have a printout of, I don't know, 30 or so short quotes uh, mm-hmm. In the front of my journal, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. as I write about them, I'm I'm marking them off that I've written about them. But you know, it was just a challenge that somebody gave that you know, write about these quotes and and what do they mean to you, or mm-hmm. you know, what do you like about them, what do you not like about them, and and yeah, that respond to the quote. I love that. Yeah. For a prompt, I think it's phenomenal.
0: In my in my teenage years, that was the best, and you know what it did for me, it was values clarification for me. Because every quote was, you know, I would say, well, I like this part about it, but I, you can't apply this universally in every situation. Because what if there's an old man dying of, you know, cancer, and he only has two kids and, you know, and you like, I like created this elaborate situation where the quote would not apply. <laughs> <laughs> so then you can't say Henry David Thoreau, you can't say that the road less traveled, you know, is the best one, not every time, you know, <laughs> so it was fun. It was fun to, 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 because I was getting into me and who I am and what was important to me. And then there's like all the old standards and the old faithfuls that people sometimes forget, especially when you're stuck, Mary, when you get stuck and you find yourself sort of burnt out and how do I get going again? I come back to some of those really standard, plain Jane old faithfuls. Like, you know, what's the best part of my day today? I know everybody who knows me knows that that's like my ritualistic comeback Mm to but it's never failed me like what's the best part of your day today just write two sentences you know a favorite conversation that you had or a moment where you just had a just quiet peaceful moment of bliss you know right before you go to bed or right when you wake up in the morning or hugging your pillow or whatever (laughs) whatever might have been your favorite part of the day and then you know kathleen adams talks a lot about springboards and how to create your own prompts and all of that. And her list making ideas. I love the make a list. Yes. You, know, you can at any moment, make a list of anything, make a list of colors, make a list of fabrics, make a list of things that you would say to a Martian, if you knew that a Martian was standing in front of you. I mean, you could just go on making, you know, it's like doodling, you don't even know where it's going to go. You're just kind of priming the pump of creativity to get back into the flow. And just in case that you can't think of any lists, Kathleen Adams has made a list of 100 lists you could possibly make. (laughs) (laughs) I love that.
1: You know, and and with the lists, don't be afraid to repeat yourself. I'm taking a class right now on marketing, and the teacher said that we need to come up with three, she calls them essence words. So words that describe the essence of our business. Mm. And she says, you know, make a list 10, 15 words and then, you know, pick the three out of there that really speak to you. And I had to pick creativity because I put it in my list of 10 words three times. (laughs) (laughs) So so clearly there is something speaking to me there. I can't quite put my finger on it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Creativity. Mm, Yes. And that is a strength of yours.
1: Thank you. I'm trying to build it even stronger.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, do you have any other creative tips for Mary?
1: Uh, you know, or the only way. people out there
0: who need a jolt of creative juice when they get stuck or burnt out.
1: I, I think the only way when you're, when you're stuck is to just find something that will blast you out of there. And prompts are great. I was just noticing one of the things I put in my notes here for this is... There's a collection of 365 one word prompts on the web. And I had completely forgotten I did this until I saw this note. I grabbed a couple of them and turned them into journal cards. So on one side, I put a picture of what this word says to me. And on the back, I put just a little note of what was the word and You know, what was my initial thought when I created this picture? Because I'm sure that, you know, if I come across these cards in 15 years, I'm going to look at them and go, what on earth does this picture of a pyramid mean?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Yeah. One word prompts and making little flashcards. Oh, yes. There you go.
1: There's, There's so many things that you can use to just give yourself that little, you know, boot to the rear to, to get moving
0: yeah yeah and not that you should and not that you have to but yeah there's lots of cool little things and you know speaking of cards mm-hmm. you could i mean there's so many different packs of cards you know i know sue main puts out a little thing i had her on the program talking about her journal magic deck you know she has a deck of magic cards that are journal prompts you right. could use tarot cards you know, yeah. pull it. pull a card and it doesn't matter if you know how to read tarot or not. That image, whatever's there, is gonna speak something to you. And if it doesn't speak anything to you, that's okay, that's a prompt there. Like, yeah. why doesn't this say anything to me? <laughs> you and know? there's
1: 71 more cards in that tarot deck. Yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> true, true.
1: And you know, sometimes something doesn't speak to you today, but it'll speak to you tomorrow.
0: Yeah. But all of these suggestions I just want to be clear too is that these are great suggestions if you're stuck and you're burnt out and you want to come back but there's something there that you're just not sure how to like come back into the flow. For most of the time for most of my journal writing practice I'm already like I know I've taken the you know I've taken the path of I've got things I'm working on, you know, like I mentioned, this project is, you know, there's plenty of material here and this working at, at my job where every day something comes up, a decision I made, a conversation I had, something very, very relevant. And there's too much material for me to write about everything. So I end up making a little prompt list of my own at the front, in the inside front cover of my journal, if it's in the, if I'm doing a handwriting or I've got a page of notes I keep uh, electronically that are prompts that I want to come back to. You know, I don't have time to write about exactly how Matt, you know, gave me this assignment. I want to write about that because that's an interesting story and there's lots to explore with that. So I'm just going to jot this down how Matt gave me this assignment or, you know, why I chose only three menu items on this thing instead of six menu items. I want to write about that why my mom said this thing or what my response was to my mom and why I said it that way and how, you know, how I feel now about that. Like I I can write those things down. They're like my own prompts, you know, personal relevant prompts. And I have so many of those that I hardly ever have to come to, you know, tarot cards and movies and (laughs) news headlines anymore because I'm kind of in that flow. But when all those things on that page, of my personal prompts seem blah to me and I just need an escape. That's when I say it's good to just, you know, get out of your skin and try these other things. Yes. All right. Enough preaching. <laughs> <laughs> I, felt like a, I felt like that was a little sermon. Sorry. I'll step down from my soapbox now.
1: Oh, next time we'll give you a gavel and a podium. Listen here.
0: <laughs> Attention order in the court. All right. This was a fun one and a very meaningful one for me. I I hope, Mary, that you got some good stuff from that. Thank you again for the question. I'll send you a little, uh, if you give me your mailing address, I will send out a little thank you. And thanks for listening to Journal Talk Q&A. Jade, thank you for being here and all of your good project management and journaling wisdom.
1: Thank you, Nathan.
0: (laughs) Talk to you soon. Yes. Thanks for listening to Journal Talk Q&A. If you have a question you would like featured on the program in a future episode, please send it to me at Nathan at EasyJournaling.com. Nathan at EasyJournaling.com. I would love to feature it here and send you a little thank you gift for sharing your question. You can also send it to me in the form of a voice message. If you would like to share your voice on Journal Talk Q&A, you can dial this number. It's 1- 805-751-6280. That's a United States number and only normal toll charges apply. There's no extra charge for Journal Talk Q&A. Thanks everyone again and have a great week and we'll see you next time. Meanwhile, keep on writing. This episode of Journal Talk is copyright and brought to you by Write for Life. An online resource for living with passion, clarity, and purpose through journaling. Visit our website at www.write spelled W R I T E, the number four, life, L I F E.US. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk.